Blog Talk Radio. Apparently, I should have just watched a couple more episodes of The Girl Boss on Netflix. Hi, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by federalbaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Federal Baseball alumni Dave Nichols, now the Seattle Mariners beat writer for the Spokesman Review out there in Idaho, joining us. A little Nats Nightly reunion. I was hoping Doghouse would make it, but this is past his hour. Glad to have you back, Dave. Following an 8-4 loss to the Colorado Rockies, seven-game win streak snapped. The bullpen is the uh, Achilles heel narrative. Back in play for the Nationals. They take a 4-1 lead in the sixth on a Ryan Zimmerman home run, uh, RBI single by Anthony Rendon, but they give it right back. Jacob Turner uh, gives up a triple by Nolan Arenado. Uh, Mark Reynolds home runs 4-3 to at that point. They bring on Eni Romero in the seventh inning. He comes out, retires the first two batters he faces, looks like the dominant pitcher I desperately want him to be, but a Pat Vallega double followed by a Charlie Blackman home run. Uh, and he just hung an 0-1 slider, ended up in the second deck and right. Uh, I don't know why he's throwing that slider there. You got a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. You're facing a left-hander. Uh, <laughs> talking about my brother with it, he said he doesn't have any problem with the pitch. The location, however, right over the middle of the plate, Blackman just killed it there. I want any to be that uh, pitcher that uh, Felipe Rivera was before he left, but not quite there yet, Dave. No, not quite there. And you wonder, um, you know, Tampa Bay, they have a history of not giving up on guys. So um, for, for them to be giving up on, on Romero, you have to think that, that they they saw enough that, that they didn't think they could fix him. But, you know, that's that's the knock on him is that he's got the tremendous stuff, but um, A, has never been able to put together, and B, has never been able to control it. And um, I think that's what, we, what we, we, we've seen of him so far with the Nationals is that, uh, that he can look great from batter to batter, from pitch to pitch, but then look like he has no idea what he's doing or it's the first time he's ever picked up a baseball. And that uh, <laughs> um, the slider definitely just left it uh, too much of the plate. And, um, you know, we can argue about pitch selection and and all the rest of that, but it, it, sometimes it comes down to simple execution. And uh, he's yeah. just not executing as much as, as or as often as, as he should be for a guy that's being – uh, you know, trusted with these high leverage uh, situations against lefties late in the game. Yeah, I'm not sure if he'd necessarily be in that role if Sammy Solis was around right now, but Solis on right. a DL with some inflammation in the arm. So, and he's getting some big innings the last couple of games. He doesn't come through tonight, and neither did Blake Trinan. Uh, it was just a 5 4 game when Trinan took the mound and ace five straight singles. Uh, <laughs> Just a brutal night for Blake Trinan. Got kind of bad bit to death. Nothing particularly well struck, but he was giving up singles left and right. Uh, the last two of the five make it seven to four at that point. Uh, just a, another rough night for him. Uh, the narrative I've gotten my Twitter mentions full of at this point is that he's broken like Drew Storen after Storen got taken out of the closer's role. I think we got to give Blake Trinan a little bit of a little time to adjust here. It's probably disappointing to lose that, but. You're also in Colorado trying to throw a heavy sinker. It's probably the best pitch that you're going to throw if you're a pitcher up there, but not a good night for Blake Trinan. Continues to struggle, and it hasn't gotten off to a good start this year. What are you seeing from Trinan so far? Well, uh, what I've seen is, is that, that he's lost um, He's lost the idea that he's a strikeout pitcher. I mean, this is a guy that, that's got a big fastball. It throws, like you said, the, sl- the sinker. He's got a great slider. 
Um, but he's not his strikeout numbers are not particularly good so far. And um, and if you're not going to be striking guys out, then um, then you have to be getting lucky that the ground balls that you give up are hit at people. And tonight they weren't. I mean, there were a bunch of ground ball ground ball hits, uh, a couple of flares in the big outfield in Colorado, you're going to have this. And I'm not excuse-making for Blake Trinan because it was a particularly poor outing, but sometimes this type of stuff happens, especially for a guy that um, that is giving up more contact than he probably should be at this point in his career. And I don't know if it's necessarily a uh, um, a mental thing with him or not, but, but this is, uh, you know, the, the idea that, that it's better to avoid contact and give up contact, and then it's better to give up contact on the ground. I think sometimes these guys pitch backwards and think, oh, I can get two outs with one pitch, so I have to give up some, you know, throw something up there that they're going to make contact with. I mean, that's just, it's backwards thinking, and I don't know if this is a a popular theme um, that's being, uh, you know, regurgitated by pitching coaches or whatnot. But but we know it's better to not give up contact in the first place, and I think uh, Trinan is probably pitching to bats more than he's trying to miss them right now. And as Dusty Baker noted when he pulled him from the closer's role, he's giving up solid contact to hitters that he shouldn't be getting hit that hard by. And happened again tonight, uh, singles left and right, as I said. Another run scored after Matt Albers took over. He really did a nice job of kind of cleaning up that situation, just giving up one more run. But it was enough, 8-4 to final. Uh, They outscored the Nationals 7-4 to over the last three innings there. Turns it into a typical Coors Field game in the end there, even though balls weren't necessarily going out of the park. But uh, a good start by Jacob Turner going back to the beginning of this game. He gets the spot start with Strasburg on the paternity list. Uh, Still just a 25-year-old 09 first-round pick by the Tigers, taking eight picks after Strasburg went number one overall that year. Got a low 90s fastball. He's really dialing it up today. Uh, Fangraph's numbers had him in sitting around 91, 92 with the fastball most of the time, but he hit 96 or so a few times that I saw. A cutter cherry, uh, change curve on the in the mix there. Uh, Dusty Baker said he went with the experience rather than a rookie like Austin Voss, both or uh, uh, Eric Fetty, who I just wrote about and probably shouldn't remember his, forget his name like this, but he brings up the. Uh, Sort of, sort of veteran, 25-year-old, uh, three singles and a run in the second, one nothing. He was pumping 96 on his fastball, as I noted in my notes here. Uh, the Rockies were barreling him up, though. Uh, a few well-hit balls right at players, a few nice plays in the outfield. Michael A. Taylor, in particular, with a really uh, impressive catch. It kind of makes you wonder. I was texting back and forth with you during the game. You're watching this guy. He definitely has the stuff of a first-round pick. And you look and you see the high walk totals, uh, multiple Tommy John surgeries, still has good stuff, a solid start tonight. But uh, there are reasons why he hasn't really caught on anywhere so far. He goes six innings, six hits, three runs, six Ks, the one home run allowed. Uh, Impressive spot start here. If the bullpen keeps on struggling, you could see a role for this guy late with uh, the stuff that he has, the velocity he's throwing. He could end up sticking around in the bullpen for the Nationals potentially, but I don't know how many starts he's going to get. Yeah, you know, this is a guy, like you said, the, the, he's got the pedigree. He always had the stuff um, and had trouble throwing strikes early in his career. And, you know, the, the Nats are, are the, I guess, the third organization he, he's on, or maybe even the fourth. I know he's been through Detroit and uh, and Miami. And, and this is a guy that, that always impressed scouts with his, with his stuff um, and, and just has, has failed to throw enough strikes with it. But, um, you know, he did enough in, in, in training camps in spring training to – um, to impress the Nats to have him stick around. And, you know, you really can't ask for anything more than what he gave the Nats tonight to, to have the guy make his first major league start this year. 
uh, in course field on the road on short notice like that. Um, kept the Nats in the ball game, and really that's all that you could ask for them. There's no way that they were going to call up Fetty or Roth or, or you know one of the other kids to make the spot start. So uh, good for Turner. Um, you know, like you said, uh, you know he gave up a little bit of contact, but uh, um, this is a guy that that most organizations have someone like. Jacob Turner, a guy that's got major league experience that that they can stash in the minor leagues and call up for these type of things. So um, he got his, he got his job done tonight. And um, and is this the case that, that they feel like they need to have a, a long man in the pen? He'd probably be as good a um, a good a guy as any. But again, you mentioned the multiple surgeries. This is a guy like like Sean Kelly that they probably wouldn't want to pitch, you know, two three days two days long, but but two or three days in a row. So. Um, you wonder, you know, what exactly his role is, but I think he would probably probably would want to continue to start. I think uh, health wise, it's probably yeah. uh, the best for him. But but he's got a major league arm. Um, it's just keeping him healthy and keeping him throw strikes. Yeah, health wise, and with that history, you think they want to? I don't know if he's suited to a, a relief role. Whether there's a spot uh, in the starting rotation with the Nationals is questionable. If they can keep everyone healthy, but might be a good idea to keep him down in triple a and keep him starting in case he needs someone as they have twice now and much better right. start out of him. He left, he left the game with a lead after giving up a triple by Nolan Arenado mark two run home run and a two, one fastball. It was just absolutely crushed as Reynolds continues to just kill baseballs here. His sixth home run of the year at that point, uh, Tyler Anderson on the mound for the Rockies. This is my first good look at him. Uh, 20th pick in the first round in 2011. Debuted in the majors last season. The one and three in four games this season. 7.32 ERA, 5.54 FIP, 3.20 walks per nine, 7.78 Ks per nine. Oddly, in the 19th game of the season, the first lefty, the Nats, uh, lefty starter, I should say, the Nats uh, faced this season. They came into the game with a 4.04 average against the left-handed relievers they have faced. Uh, he has a nice uh, little hitch in his leg kick and his delivery. I'm sure it was messing up the timing a little bit for the Nationals, who hadn't really seen him before. Uh, five scoreless, but a one-out uh, double by Trey Turner, a triple by uh, Adam Eaton, gets the Nationals on the board, 1-1. Rendon with an RBI single, puts him up two run, and then Ryan Zimmerman, who we'll talk about more in a moment, comes through with a big home run again, puts the Nationals up 4-1 at that point. Uh, I was impressed with this kid, though. He kept the Nationals off balance for the most time, and Tyler Anderson put together a solid start for the Rockies. Yeah, you know, that, that hitch that he's got in his delivery can't be easy to pick up, and um, you know, it, it's tough for any pitcher to succeed in Colorado, but especially, um, you know, especially a starter when you when you get to see the guy two or three times through the, um, you know, and 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 to have to, to be able to fool a guy once is okay, but to, have to try to fool him a couple of times is a second, you know, is a, is a completely different thing. And I think we saw that the second, third time the Nats came up, they had a better beat on, on what he was doing and. Um, you know, it's nice to see the it's nice to see Trey Turner uh, make make solid contact. Uh, you know, this is a guy that, that the Nats really need to uh, need to get going, and, and of course Adam Eaton, who really has been doing it all season for the Nats. Um, but you know, it's 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 uh, we've talked about this on on the show, uh, you know, hundreds of times. The course field is just unfair. You know, you, the outfielders have to play back so deep. It gives up so many extra base hits. It gives up so many, um, you know, home runs that will be fly balls in other places. So um, anytime that, that, that your starter um, can keep it under five runs a game, you have to consider that they've done their job. And, um, you know, I just – I would hate to be a young pitcher coming up through the Rockies organization with the idea that, hey, if I make it to the big leagues, I'm going to have to pitch in course field. 
Yeah, so you're going to have to change the way you pitch or get hammered. And, uh, right. It's tough out there. I, I was joking on Twitter and on last night's show that I, I was wondering if Jacob Turner just let the call go to voicemail when the Nationals called him up to get this start, knowing that he'd have to go out there in Coors Field. But Turner put together a good outing. So did uh, Anderson. Uh, we talked a lot last year about Ryan Zimmerman's struggles. I know we're both followed Zimmerman's whole career, totally objective reporters, but still big fans of Ryan Zimmerman. One for four, two RBIs, a run scored tonight, 379 average on the year. His home run tonight was his seventh in the first month of the season. Uh, just couldn't ask for like a nicer player to have this sort of success and see what he's doing. And it's really nice to see Zimmerman bouncing back so far that nation's capital once again, embracing the former face of the franchise and just great to see Zimmerman get off to a non, a great, good start that he has in a totally objective, completely reportedly fashion. Well, absolutely. And, and, you know, this is, it's more than being a Nats fan. One of the guys that works on the copy desk with me here at the paper is a Mets fan, and he said to me tonight, hey, it's good to see Ryan Zimmerman hitting the ball. You know, as they've gone through their, you know, the injury problems with, with David Wright with, with the Mets. Um, yeah. You know, it, it is good to see Zimmerman making solid, solid contact with the ball, seeing him hit home runs again. Um, you mentioned that it couldn't, couldn't be a nicer guy with, um, you know, as green as he is in the D.C., um, community, all the, the charitable work that he does. And, um, you know, this was a guy that really for the last two years, um, he, he, with the way he was going, you could clearly envision the end of his career. Um, and then for him to come out here at the beginning of the season and um, seemingly completely healthy, seemingly hitting home runs again, um, you know, he'll he'll never be the gold glove third baseman that, that we all thought he was going to be for a decade. Um, that player is gone, but um, but at least he is um, contributing at the bat and contributing well. And, um, you know, frankly, this is a guy that the Nats need to be a good player because they're still on the hook for him for, for a couple more years at a lot of money. Um, and that's, you know, he's, he's you know going to be a 5-10 and 10 guy, so they're not going to be able to trade him even if he, they wanted to. So, um, you know, he needs to hit, and it's good to see him doing that for the Nats. Team and six on the year after the loss, eight to four tonight in Colorado, three more with the Rockies to come. Uh, nice to see Rendon pick it up, three hit night, three for four, picking it up and continuing to lift that average up after the rough start. Another nice night for Eaton and Turner, one for four each. Uh, tomorrow night, Joe Ross against Herman Marquez, German Marquez. I haven't seen a pitch in Orton or heard his name, so we'll get a good look at him tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Anyone who's wondering, Dave, why you're off of the Nats beat, I know you got promoted. I don't know if it's promotion or additional work to what you're doing for the Spokesman Review out there in Idaho covering the Mariners now. Uh, I want to just catch everyone up to what's going on with you out there. I'm really excited for you to get that gig and be covering a team full-time, continuing to write for AP as well, I believe. Yeah, it is exciting. Uh, later, uh, late last season, or late last year, I should say, the um, editor of the paper made some changes, and um, and I was hired full time, and 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 start of baseball season was hired to be baseball writer. So I am covering the Mariners on a full time basis for the Spokesman Review and Spokesman.com. Um, it's it's just it, it's exciting to to cover a team on a daily basis, and and um, and, and you know the Mariners, uh, they're they're a good team. They they got off to a slow start this year, but. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's neat to be doing this on a daily basis for, for, for a daily newspaper. It's, it's different than, um, than doing it online 100%. And uh, online is a large component of what we do, but also doing it for print as well. So 
Um, so, yeah, it's an exciting opportunity for me, and, and I'm just happy to um, to have the Mariners off tonight so I can help out on uh, not only start for the for the Nats tonight. Yeah, it's good to have you back on the show. Good to talk Nats with you. Miss doing it so far this season after a couple of years doing this show together. So I assume this won't be the last time you're back on here with us and look forward to the next time. Nats Nightly, sponsored by federalbaseball.com. Eight to four loss in Colorado. Three more, as I mentioned. 840 again tomorrow night. Maybe we'll talk you into coming back on here again because everyone else goes to sleep early here in D.C. Talk to you soon and good luck well, again, sir. I do have the night off tomorrow night, so maybe I can jump on again tomorrow. <laughs> Look forward to it. Doghouse says go Nats.